Welcome to episode 7 of Six Point Weekend. So we have Ebony. Hello. We have Dave. Yo. We have Jonathan. Hello. And we are without KP, but we have an awesome thing. But before we do this, we want to first say we are brought to you by Tasty Beverage Company, where you can find the lovely beverages of your choice in downtown Raleigh. Awesome uh, for them to sponsor us. If you go there and Tell them Six Point Weekend since you can get a free koozie. It's pretty awesome. We are, we are also brought to you by the Beautiful Game Network, so check them out online. We're hanging out with the Soccer and Sweet Tea family as well. That's right. Yes, Soccer, we shout out to Soccer and Sweet Tea. Hashtag SNST fam. There uh. you go. Is that really their hashtag? That's the hashtag. Boom. All right. So uh, so with us, we actually have um, a special guest with us. He's over the line. Um, or he's on the line, not over the line. Uh, Matt Myers with uh, River City Red Army. Matt, say hi. How you guys doing? Doing good, man. Okay. Doing good. So, um, so we, we're you know, it's interesting, right? Because we we're back in USL. I've seemed to remember. Did we play the kickers back back in the day, or did we never? Ever? No, you know, we played each other countless times preseason. But uh, you guys hopped in what 06, right? Yeah, it was yeah. 07. Yeah, this is this is our that, year eleven for us. Yeah. Yeah, that was the exact you know, year that we dropped you know ourselves down from USL one to USL two uh, for monetary reasons. So first time we've ever actually been in the same league. Ah, okay. We did, so, yeah, uh, we did meet in the Open Cup. If that's I what recall. I'm thinking of. I think yeah. that was. Yeah. I want to say that was 2007. Yep. Way way. Yeah, we we'll talk about that one. <laughs> <laughs> um, so Matt, so thank you very much for being with us uh, tonight. So lots of crazy stuff going on with an AO party going on across the way. Um, but let's just uh, let's just dive right into it, shall we? Um, Go for it. So not to open up fresh wounds, uh, but you guys played Indy Eleven, who's been kind of a not like it's been kind of a. That's a trouble team for us. We we kind of go back and forth with Indy Eleven when we were in the NASL. Um, and y'all lost a, a close one, one nil, which actually, for me, looked pretty respectable. And about y'all, uh, but to me, looked was pretty respectable. So I just want to know what your thoughts were about that game and how you guys shaped up against them, and you know, kind of like what were you expecting going in? Sure. So uh, one nil is certainly a huge improvement over opening week, where we got absolutely blasted by Bethlehem, and it was one of the worst games I've seen us play in. I don't even know how long. That was, it was awful. So uh, if you look at it on that level, 1-0, amazing progress being made mm-hmm. uh, you know, right there. Uh, there. There were pros and there were cons. You know, it depends on which way you want to look at it. Uh, certainly, we you know, shored up possession. We shored up uh, giving up dangerous chances. I mean, I really don't think Indy had more than one or two legitimate threats at goal the whole game. Unfortunately, they converted one of them. Mm. Uh, we know about downside that life. <laughs> of, yeah yeah that, that was our entire last year you look at our look at our score lines from last year you'll see one nil you know just all over the scoreboard scoreboard there it was terrible uh downside is we didn't create that much you know in dangerous attack ourselves so while we certainly stem the tide uh you know there are still steps to be made uh the other silver lining that I'm choosing to look at is we were missing a lot of guys I mean we had uh Four potential starters out on international duty, which I think is crazy when you consider what our club is in the grander echelon of U.S. soccer. I mean, we're, we're not certainly not an MLS team. But we're not even, you know, at the level of you know your big money teams like you know Cincinnati, you know, in Nashville. Uh, I would even say you know you guys are a clear echelon above us in you know, the payroll scale. So mm-hmm. all of a sudden lose 
four potential starters in one week, you know, for international duty. Right. Kind of hurts. Right. Yeah. Uh, so missing that, you know, a few other assorted injuries. Uh, I mean, I could make a very reasonable argument that once everybody's back and healthy, you would see seven or eight different starters in our lineup. So kind of just stemming the tide a little bit in the meantime and you know, wait and see what comes. But certainly progress over week one. And if that progress continues, we find a little bit of offense. We can get respectable. Okay. Um, Ebony, you want to go with a question? What do you think the of the vibe of the kickers in Richmond is like right now? Like in the oh, it's growing every year. Yeah. yeah, I can remember not even like a little over five years ago, we would be over the moon if we got three thousand in attendance. Hmm. And last year we averaged you know forty six hundred or something. We wow. had about forty seven. Yeah, we had forty seven hundred at the game on Saturday, and I was disappointed at that number. Wow, that's pretty good. Yeah, man. So, yeah. So I mean, the progress has been you know incredible. I think you know they've done a much better job of. You know, marketing it, you know, so it's not just all the you know soccer moms and you know kids coming after they play their games on Saturdays. There's actually been real atmosphere building. Red Army's been a huge help with all that. Uh, so uh, you see a lot more advertisements around town too. You know, uh, if you go into the Carrytown section of town, you see banners for you know the kickers you know on light poles. You see ads on television now for the games and that stuff that was on sure. of we don't, even have, we don't even have that <laughs> right. I'm not, I mean don't get me wrong we're not exactly talking about you know the highest uh, level advertisements and their quick 10 second hitters but hey hey something you know, better than nothing. anything yeah <laughs> seeing seeing something on tv is still still counts it's still on tv yeah so. exactly Absolutely. you know people are watching it somewhere yeah, exactly yeah uh, Matt, you've got we've got a couple of former Railhawks on your team uh, this year, uh, Brian Shriver and uh, Neil Lavity. Uh, how much of an impact have they had uh, here at the start of the season for y'all? A uh, decent amount. So Shriver started both of our games, you know, kind of playing a you know wing forward type of position. Uh, we've been struggling, you know, for attack. Last year we scored twenty four goals the entire year. Uh, so we were certainly looking for you know, guys who have a track record of scoring. I know he, uh, I think it was with you guys that he led the NASL that one year. Uh, that is correct. Mm-hmm. Uh, I know it's a few years back right now, but uh, you know we're going to grab up you know, whoever we can. So he's still, I think he's gonna, still you know, got it. He's still got it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. definitely got you know, you know some wheels on him too, which is nice and helpful. I think we're still trying to figure out how to make our attack work quite right. So uh, in terms of the raw production, you know, Hadn't, haven't seen it directly yet, uh, but yeah, I think there's you know, potential you know, to be seen there. And you can definitely see you know, why uh, you know, Coach Kalishaw you know, wanted to get him signed up. Uh, in terms of Flavity, whatever the hell you say his name, uh, uh, he's joining our deep core of defensive midfielders. Uh, we always seem to have plenty of depth in that position, if nothing else. Uh, so he missed the first week. I'm guessing that was probably... You know, just due to getting you know, fitness up and everything, uh, but you know, came right into the team this last week. Played probably seventy-five minutes or so, you know, right there in the middle of the field. Right, certainly helped control the game. Looked pretty active, you know, moving around. Uh, brings a nice veteran presence to a you know, team that's been really quite young in recent years. Uh, so I think he's going to be able to be a good contributor you know, to the team. You know, is he going to be the game breaker? I, I don't know. Probably not. If we're being realistic. Uh, but I certainly think there's something you can add to the group. 
Right on. Um, yeah, here in North Carolina, I just want to add up to that. Um, one thing I do miss is uh, shouting shots, comma, Neil Gavadi every week. That was always <laughs> <laughs> a bunch of fun. Um, but as far as uh, Richmond goes, who's a breakout star on your team um, that is not named Dane Kelly that we should uh, <laughs> keep an eye on? Well, Dane Kelly has not actually made an appearance in Richmond yet this year. Yeah, that's, that's weird, uh, though, isn't it? He was actually making a duty. Oh, well, that's right. Okay, that's fair. Yeah, so he's one of our uh, guys that we got who hasn't actually shown up yet. Uh, in terms of, you know, I guess it depends how you want to frame a breakout player. I think if it's a player that, you know, especially, you know, NCFC fans haven't you know, heard of or seen quite as much, i say Oscar Umar he might be you know, one of those names. Uh, I think he's you know, somebody, he's a defensive midfielder. Uh, if you go back to our one highlight of our game against Bethlehem. He scored an absolute scorcher uh, from about 30 yards out mm. in that one. Uh, but he's a good you know, defensive midfielder, has good range on the ball, you know, brings a little bit of physicality in there. He joined us midway through last year. He was uh, playing amateur ball up in Pennsylvania. And, you know, we signed him up. Uh, actually got a really good backer. He's one of the right to dream kids coming from Ghana. If you go to uh, WRIC Channel 8's website, they did a piece on him last week talking about his story. You know, growing up in a house like 25 people in time, you know, working his way to college scholarship over here at Villanova and, and so on. So re- really good story. I think he's somebody who definitely watch out for. Uh, another guy that you might be able to you know, keep your eyes out for that you haven't you probably haven't come across yet and you haven't seen yet this year because he's still suspended from a red card at the end of last year uh, is uh, Luis Fernando. He's 20, 21-year-old Brazilian. Uh, this is his third year with us. He's uh, very left-footed. Uh, but he's uh, an attacking you know, player, you know, kind of fitting almost every stereotype of a you know, Brazilian uh, attacker you can think of. Likes to you know, dance on the ball a little bit, a little more slight of frame, uh, but you know, can really you know, produce the magic with the ball you know, when, he, when it's effective. Uh, you know, looking from year one to year two with him in Richmond, there's a huge step up. You learn how to you know, handle some of the physicality in the American game. Learned how to uh, be able to integrate himself with the team better. I think a lot of that's probably because he actually knew some English in year two. Uh, so I think in year three, you know, we're looking for him to be able to you know, take another step up and really be able to add something special to the attack. Right on. Um, that's so basically just look out for those guys when they uh, when we come to play. You guys. Yeah. Well, Luis is still suspended for one more still, match. One more match. Okay. So we won't see him this coming this weekend, but potentially. Nope. Uh, for the next time we play. Um, Absolutely. So all that to say, how, what, what were your expectations? I think I say like, what were your expectations before the season kicked off? And what are your expectations now that you guys have got a couple games under your, under your belt? Like, I don't want to say like, you know, where do you expect to land on the table? But um, if you want to go ahead and predict that, but where do you expect to land? Where on do the you table? expect to land on the table? Right. <laughs> yeah. I mean, come on. You know, what would a podcast be without Atlanta's predictions? <laughs> um, so, I think most Richmond fans are realistic about you know, what we are as a club. Like I said before, we're not you know, one of the big money you know, clubs. You know, we're owned by our youth club. Uh, we're going to have finite resources that are out there and available unless you know, more money you know, suddenly you know, shows up through some you know, very generous benefactor. But I'm not counting on that anytime soon. So, you know, we are, we're going to be what we are. Which is you know a team that you know, relies a lot on uh, you know, tactical discipline, relies you know, probably realistically on a little more on hustle and you know, trying to find some of those moments of magic to be able to you know, break some games 
open, you know, being able to build through guys who are setting roots in the Richmond community and you want to be part of a long, longer term project. Uh, long version of saying, I think you know, if everything clicks right this year, we can be a fringe playoff team. You know, I think if you know, we get Dane you know, in here and he actually sticks around for most of the year and DC doesn't pull him back, that'll be a, you know, a huge step up if you know, we're able to you know, keep the guys healthy throughout the year. Our you know, different signings like Shriver, like uh, Giuseppe Gentile, Kevin uh, Cordovez, you know, those guys, if they actually uh, you know, pan out like we were expecting, uh, I think we can you know, compete for a playoff spot. You know, I'm not going to you know, say by any means that we're locked in you know, to one. Uh, but again, that's if everything goes right. You know, if things mm. don't start to go right, if injuries hit us like mm-hmm. they did last year, if you know, some guys just don't mesh well you know, with the rest of the group, you know, it could be another rough year. I mean, if, I, if you had to you know, put gun to the head at the start of the year, I'd say probably around 12th or 13th. Realistically, yeah, I think we'll probably be able to be better than you know a couple of the you know two teams, maybe you know Penn FC of the world. Uh, but it's not the highest expectations. You know, we've, we're kind of you know waiting out. You know, see how you know, things progress within the new USL. Uh, you know, and in the meantime, you know, try to make do with what we have. Um, so, real quick, I wanted to ask. Because uh, I, I saw a couple of things. I think an indie, fan, I think Slaughterhouse Nineteen might have even brought it up on Twitter, of um, that like was it was it the coach who kind of like yeah, put the ownership on blast and said like you know we need more resources. Can you talk a little bit about that? Yeah, it's a big giant pile of nothing. To be totally uh, honest with you guys. Uh, so if you go to the, the kicker's Facebook page every Friday, they post you know about a five six minute you know clip of. Uh, you know, Coach Kalashaw taking questions from the local media. Uh, to the local media's credit, they've actually started picking up the level of the questions beyond super basic stuff. So that's awesome mm. you know, to see. Uh, but one of them was just kind of about the current state of the team and everything. Uh, and, you know, the important thing to remember is, like I said, we're owned by the youth team. So you have Lee Kalashaw, our head coach. Uh, he's also the you know, director of soccer for the you know, club. So in essence, he's kind of his own boss wow. you know, right now. That's that's so, that's an interesting partnership. <laughs> that's kind of like a Jurgen Klinsmann esque kind of situation with U.S. soccer. Yeah, it's it's com- well, no, let's let's never say that. <laughs> <laughs> I was just gauging. I was just gauging. No, you no, passed. no. You passed. You passed. Yeah, I was gauging your reaction on too that. Soon. One. Too soon. Too soon. <laughs> uh, no, it's you know an interesting thing. Like I said, the youth club actually owns the pro club. So I, I mean, I guess you could say you know. Rob Ucroft, the president of you know the youth club, is probably technically the president of everything. So I guess Rob could you know chop his head off. But I mean, they were they both played for us since '93 and everything go way back. I can't realistically see that happening. Lee will leave when he's ready to leave or thinks it's time it's fit. Mm-hmm. Back to the initial point of the question, though. Uh, you know, so in the interview, you're saying you know we're you know in a you know tight spot. You know, essentially, you know we're limited resource club. Uh, you know, we have to build the best roster we can with the budget, you know, that we have and without, you know, in, you know added investment, uh, you know, from, you know, the community or potentially new ownership down the road, you know, we are what we are. So it's one of the things where if you see a 15 second clip of it and you don't know the backstory, right. it sounds really salacious, really, you know, uh, it's kind of provoking. Okay. If you see the full clip, if you know the backstory, it's a yeah. big giant pile of nothing. 
Well, that's that's good for you to clear that up because uh, you know, I mean, it's it in, initially it's it looked a little weird, but um, but I'm glad you cleared that up. Um, so yeah, Matt, no Matt, tell me, what is your favorite? What is your most favorite and least favorite thing about uh, supporting the kickers? Ooh, all right. Uh, I mean, the favorite thing, yeah, I've been. Well, I don't know if you call it supporting when you're you know preteen, but I've been going to games since their first year in '93 when I was. You know, nine or ten years old. You're an OG. You know, being able to, wow. Yeah. I mean, <laughs> I'm not going to pretend I knew what was going on too much back in the day. Uh, but you know, I can remember going to soccer camps you know, in the summer, and you know, Lee Kalashaw was my camp counselor you know, at those kicker soccer camps. And How long you know, has he been up, there? Since 93. He was a Damn. player in 93 to 99, started as head coach in 2000. Yeah. Wow. Is he like one of the longest tenured coaches in the country? He has to be. Has to be in the country. I've started, you know, wondering, but been way too lazy to look around. That if after you know Wenger, if who's longer than him worldwide? <laughs> Only by maybe a year or two. Yeah. yeah. So if somebody else wants to do that research for me, so I don't have to bother. <laughs> I don't want to get any malware on my computer by searching Arsenal stuff. So yeah. I'll. I'll... <laughs> Except nobody's holding up Kalashaw out signs all over right. the world. Yeah, at least so there is that. Yeah, I hope not. I mean, I, I guess that would mean we hit the big time if that happened. But, <laughs> That's true. But yeah, it's not probably not worth a headache. Yeah. Uh, but no, I mean, it's a real you know, community-based club. I mean, the youth club is you know everywhere in Richmond you know, these days, and it's still a small enough you know group that you can really get to know the players you know on a mm. personal level. You know, I've had you know, players you know have run into around town, and they come up to me, not me coming to them. I feel weird going up to them. On their free time, but you know, they come talk to me. I've been in you know, D.C. before on the metro and randomly you know, ran into a player or two in the off season. And they're like, "Hey, what are you doing up here?" I'm like, "Around, okay." <laughs> <laughs> What's up? So I think that part's you know, really cool. I think that's not something you're, you would get on an MLS level, no, for you know, sure. or you know, other yeah. big you know, club level where you still have that you know, level of relationship yeah. with the team. Uh, and the downside of it, you know, I mean, it's been really good for a long time. We've, we've been good for a long time. Uh, so you know, the, the recent downturn isn't as much unnecessarily. Uh, but, I mean, everything's trending in the right direction. I mean, I mean, who wouldn't like to have, you know, an NFL owner, you know, swoop in and, you know, make it rain on the payroll. But I can live with that. Right on. Um, just to follow up on your experience and being a kicker supporter, what's been your favorite memory over your time? Oh, man. There's a lot of good ones. Uh, I'll, give, I'll give you a couple that are various levels. So one of the first ones I remember, we won the Open Cup in 95. There it so, is. I was waiting yes, for it. Yes, I was waiting for it. <laughs> uh, yeah, now, now that Rochester are done – we're the only ones in the league that can say that, so right. I'm, we're going to mention that as often as we possibly can. Okay, good. Mm -hmm. uh, so it's like roughly 20 minutes in, I think we finally got the open cup. <laughs> I mean, I'm not going to be good for now, man. Completely I, shameless. I, yeah, I, I, I maybe a little shameless, but not completely. I, I'd, I'd tout it every time. Yeah, 100. percent Oh, I, I definitely changed my you know, Twitter name into you know, that for part of last year. So, <laughs> uh, but yeah, I can remember you know, talking to my parents because I again I was like. 12 years old then into you know, being allowed to stay up like 1 a.m. for the tape delay, you know, broadcast of it. And, you know, that was awesome. And then all of a sudden, like wow. a few weeks ago, the full video resurfaced on YouTube out of nowhere. 
so that was cool to relive. Uh, In-person stuff, you know, I went down out to the Open Cup uh, in 2011 when we beat Sporting KC in Sporting KC. It was their first loss in uh, whatever they're calling the stadium this year, stadium. Children's Mercy uh, I think Park? So. Yeah. yeah, whatever it is. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. They've gone through like five names. Yeah. Uh, so whatever it was called that year, we were the first team to ever you know, get a win out of them there. You know, and we went in there with a really skeleton crew. You know, there was a big storm that stopped the game for like an hour, you know, in the middle. And we zero zero at that point. We we had buggered in, you know, pretty much, you know. Uh, but you know, sort of like thirty seconds after the game restarted, there were about two thousand people left in that stadium. If by then, if that, so that that was definitely a fun experience. Uh, and then you know, when the Red Army really started to take off in 2013, you know, we always had like a few people down there. But then uh, you know, some of the front office, you really made a concerted effort to you know, get people coming out to the games. 2013, uh, and we were playing Orlando, and this is when Orlando is just you know, trying to you know run all over the league, uh, and you know, we beat them you know, two nothing. Uh, you know. Great you know, turnout, you know, down in our section. Uh, it was really kind of, I think, the seminal moment where the Red Army really started to show up and turn into something. Uh, that was also the game that pushed us the regular season title in 2013 ahead of Orlando. Haha, uh-huh, stuck <laughs> in Orlando. Uh, <laughs> Talking to the right crowd here. <laughs> yeah, and uh, so yeah, so some, those are probably some of the you know, real standout moments in my memory. Awesome, man. Well, Matt, thank you very much. Real quick, if you want to plug anything or tell us. You know, where can we find River City Red Army? Um, any plugs or anything you want to uh, say before we go? Yeah, so uh, we have a Facebook page. We just search for River City Red Army on Facebook. You can follow that. Uh, you know, we're, you know, if you guys want to buy you know, some of our gear, we're putting out gear pretty hey. regularly. Everyone loves merch. Uh, yeah, it's that shameless. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> otherwise, you know, Twitter's you know, great. Uh, you know, I think it's – let me make sure I have the right – Right handle lined up here. It is uh, RC Red Army. Uh, my personal Twitter RVA is red. You, know, you can follow me for various tickers, thoughts, you know, cheap pot shots at other teams along the way. Mostly <laughs> Charles, usually mostly Charleston, Louisville, Cincinnati, those kind of teams. Perfect, perfect. Uh, always bring the bands. Yeah, always top. Bands. Always bring the top bands. <laughs> no, it's not even banter. It's just me laughing at them, and of course, you know. Questioning why why on earth is Charleston who rolls out these you know quite honestly you know very nice looking black yellow striped jerseys what they should have been wearing all along mm. you know, why are they wearing white as their away like, kit yeah they wore they wore white with black shorts last yeah it's really weird two weeks at home I'm like what it's the too hell, plain guys? it's too plain yeah get on yeah. it Charleston um, yeah uh, but yeah that's well there's probably other places we are too and I'm just completely blanking on it at this point in the evening so oh we'll find you don't worry um i'll, I'll look forward to it <laughs> uh, matt myers from river city red army thank you very much for uh being on the six point weekend and uh we hope you we beat you guys this weekend no no offense nothing, nothing. You, you, you already got three points up in richmond a couple weeks ago you don't need more uh, or no yeah. we definitely do trust us <laughs> we need all the points we can get yes 100 percent well matt thank you very much uh, for so, joining us so man. Do we. <laughs> Thanks for joining us, Matt. We uh, really appreciate it. Thanks, Matt. Yeah, no, no problem. Anytime. 
Just want to take a quick moment to say thank you to our lovely sponsors, Tasty Beverage Company. They have done an awesome job of helping us and supporting us. We hope you will support them too. Head on down to their downtown Raleigh location, or if you find yourself in Asheville, they have an Asheville location. Tasty Beverage Company has all the best beer, local beer, best beer around the world, best beer around the country. Stop in, tell them Six Point Weekend sent you, they get you a free koozie. Can't beat that. Tasty Beverage Company, tastybeverageco.com. We're back. And Jonathan, you had a quick story you wanted to tell. Yeah, talk. so um, I was asking our guest about his favorite memory as a as a kicker supporter, and that just made me think about one of my own, which I know Dave also probably remembers. It was the night that when the then-named Railhawks won a trophy that does not exist. And it was great because it was the year that the New York Cosmos came into the league. Um uh. Half came into the league um, <laughs> and made their appearance in the fall. They won the fall. I think they won the soccer bowl that year, I think, and we were all angry. But the, because they only played the fall season and we also played the spring, we finished with the most points, did not make a playoff appearance, but had the most points. And just for the fact that we scored, we scored a goal late in that game, I think. We scored late. We won the match. And all of us cold wet in section 309 were chanting you know we won the cup the woosnam cup the trophy that was made by the supporters i don't think ever actually given i think the i think ncfc made a yeah, trophy for sitting, themselves yeah it's sitting in the in the uh dressing or like outside of the dressing room right but yeah. just that moment the sheer joy of us just celebrating an accomplishment that of course wasn't really recognized by the league but just the camaraderie of the support for the team for what they did over the year was an extraordinary moment for me i think one of mine had to be the night we beat miami fc nine nil Ooh. Um, that was oh, that. that was year one, right? Uh, no, no, that was twenty two thousand nine or two thousand ten. Daniel Palladini scored the first goal on a free kick. Um, he did not ask for ten feet, and therefore Miami was still busy trying to set up their wall. And Palladini just went up and and kicked it right in. And one of the defenders for Miami was so incensed by all of this, he got right in the face of the ref bumped him, nearly knocked him over, red card, Oops. he's gone, the floodgates opened. <laughs> and at some point in the second half, we were singing, should we kick the extra point or go for two? <laughs> should we kick the extra point or go for two? That I think that's right up there with the night we beat L.A. And which time? Wait, which, which time? One? The first which one? 2012, the first time that we did it. And yeah. the, the ball sort of trickles past Bill Gaudette and goes into goal. And... The whole place explodes, and I'm celebrating. And Jared Campbell, our fearless leader for Triangle Soccer Fanatics, gives me the biggest drunken bear hug <laughs> I think I've ever gotten. Drunken Jared hugs. <laughs> yes, drunken Jared hugs. That, oh. that was a fun night. And I, I don't want to delay this any longer, but I'm really glad that you brought up that match because that's also a special moment for me. That was the day that I was born as an NC supporter. That was my very first match. Oh, wow. And Good I was, one to go to, man. I was sitting directly across from Section 309 with my dad. I got myself an orange T-shirt. I got myself one of those How About Them Hawks, real, how yeah, about yeah, them Hawks yeah. shirts. Yeah. Mm -hmm. um, <laughs> I, wore, so I wore a 
cap to the game. It wasn't orange. It was like yellow. It was like a yellow cap. And I'm like, it's close enough. I'm going to get myself a shirt when I go there. And I just remember sitting across from y'all and just the orange smoke going up. I'm like, you know what? I'm going to come back. I'm going to see them. I became a season ticket holder later that year. And now here I am. Boom. And that's how it happens. Bring a friend to a game. You never know. They may completely change their whole outlook. Yeah. Go from a non-supporter to a supporter. Ebony, we didn't even get to your, what was your favorite memory? Ooh, one of my favorite memories. Um, it had to be, I think it was my very first away trip with the team. Ooh. Yeah, that was, uh, when, like, we just rebranded. I went, well, actually, I went on one before that, but it was as the new NCFC. We just rebranded. We went to, uh was it Carolina Dynamo? Oh, the Dynamo trip last year. Oh, yes. yeah. Like, Same. We missed we missed half the game, but didn't it matter. was but it didn't even matter. It was like we never <laughs> missed the game at all cuz we walked in, we were like if we're going to walk in, we're going to walk in guns blazing. Yep. And we went and popped like all the smoke we had, <laughs> waving flags. All the parents were like looking at us like we were crazy. And we just Well, had, we were. We, yeah, I mean, we, were, we were. We were definitely yeah. we were drunk and we were crazy and I that was the Best time I, I ever had. We, I don't even remember the, like, I remember the bus one. ride back. Yeah, it was 6 1. Yeah. The, like, it wasn't even that we got to the game late. It was just we had fun while doing yeah. it. It was we a had, late night. <laughs> we had a met. ball doing yeah. it. And then when we got back on the bus after winning, and we're all still drunk, and we're just, <laughs> we're just belting uh, power ballots in the back of the bus. <laughs> and we're just, it's, it's like those moments that make a like make someone go. The game was cool, but this friendship that yeah. I just like that I just made and just we created a whole nother memory beyond the game, and yeah. that's like some of my favorite memories from the game. Oh. It's the solidarity that comes with being yeah. a supporter. Like even so like great. even with AO and when I go and travel with them, it's like yeah, the other games, whatever. I never see a game because my back is turned to the field. Mm. But I can tell you stories from tailgates right. and from like. That's Night why, before that's parties that go. I just I'm like oh man we got yeah. destroyed but <laughs> that's why you go that's like, why you go to way yeah. down it's like I traveled to for Columbus for no reason like I you made me come to Columbus Ohio and but oh my God we had the best time ever I got to see friends from California and Columbus yeah like where else do you do that besides right. at a soccer game that's, that's, why, that's the best you, part of the game that's why you go to away games it's not necessarily it's to follow your team but it's for the it's for the camaraderie it's for yeah. the fun it's for the fun that you have going during and after yeah you absolutely. know it's, it's a lot of fun to build memories during soccer games especially when they happen yeah, which you um know. you know didn't happen for us this weekend <laughs> like, did not happen yeah. for us no. great segue so we we're supposed to play a game, and we were just kind of like, we were waiting at the, the Courage tailgate. We were kind of like checking our phones like, all right, you know, they're supposed to start at 3. The game's at 3.30. We're going to maybe catch a little bit of yeah. the men before the women play. Nope. Uh, maybe an hour before they were scheduled to kick off. They are like, LOL, no. <laughs> <laughs> Which, good on them for not, because what would be, what's, what's more embarrassing? Canceling a game due to the poor pitch conditions or playing on it anyways and then someone getting hurt? Playing on it. Right. So, yeah. did you see the video of the pitch? Yes. Oh. Uh, that, that Nashville supporters. Yeah. Uh, did our Speedway Soccer Pod. Shout out to Beautiful Game Network Speedway Soccer Pod. Um, yeah, they they managed to get on the field and took. A sh it was 
dog shit, man. It looks oh. really bad. I've seen <laughs> Sorry, indoor, Louisville. Like, yeah. I've seen indoor fields that look better than that and, shit. And that's the thing is that Louisville City fans know it looks bad. You know, like they, but that's they play in a baseball field right now, and that's all. That's all they can work with. Serbian cow pastures got on social media <laughs> just so they could say, "Damn, Louisville." <laughs> 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 yeah, like. Fifth division Champions League qualifiers don't mm-hmm. look that bad. Yeah, um, but but the good news for them is that they're going to be getting themselves a shiny new stadium in a year or two, and, we're, and we're all going to be looking really bad by comparison because <laughs> because <laughs> like people come into Wakeman and they go, "Wow, what a beautiful park! This is really you know the pitch is immaculate, um, you know the the stands are in a, it's not a bad seat in the house." Totally agree. But it's starting to show its age a little bit when it comes to some of the newer uh, stadiums around the country because yeah. it was built for um, well, it wasn't really built for the Railhawks necessarily, no. was it? It was no. built the town of it's the town of Cary's soccer park. Yeah, it just happens to seat ten thousand people. <laughs> for after, after they built the the tower and rebranded it as the new the new Wake Med soccer park <laughs> in two thousand thirteen. Yeah, yeah. Um, Shaylin Stadium at Wake Med soccer Shaylin park. Shaylin Stadium at Wake Med soccer park. Blech. Yes. A whole lot God, to say there. That was our whole podcast right there. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you guys very much for listening. Um, so, yeah, we you just listened to uh, Matt from River City Red Army. How about that? That was cool. That really, was really yeah, great. Cool. Yes. Good to get some insight on to know thy enemy a bit more. Uh, but we're going to talk courage because they did play last weekend. They got us halfway to our six-point weekend. That's right. And, and hey, three, three out of three points. Three, three out of three, three points. points. Yeah, 100%. Um, so we, it's actually a mirror image almost of the last time the Thorns came to play here. It was 1-0, Dabinia scored the goal, I think, right? Kind of late in the game. Death taxes and Dabinia scoring against the Thorns on opening give me, weekend. Give you can I'm sign a, up for that. Keep I'm okay with Keep it. it Put it right in my veins. <laughs> yes. I will watch that all day. So, yeah. If you were at the game, um, I think the, uh, Ebony and Dave and I were at the game. Unfortunately, Jonathan, you weren't able to make it. So here's the deal. I um, I had work I'm that not morning. You. I'm not right, so you. I, I had work that morning. Um, we had a baseball game. We moved it up to 10.30 a.m. to beat the weather. We got done, and I'm like, oh. you know what? If I get my work done in time, I can... I don't live that far from right. Salem Stadium at Wakeman Soccer Park. <laughs> I don't go. live that far from there. <laughs> and I was thinking, so, you know what? I can go. And I looked outside. I'm like, hard pass. Fuck. <laughs> smart move. Smart. So credit, smart, smart credit to everybody who went. I watched from my couch. Yeah, you were the better man of, of us all. Well, uh, well, you were the smarter man of yeah. us all. Yeah. Put it that we, way. And the dryer. <laughs> and the, the dryer. And the warmer. Of us all. Yeah. Like, I don't, one out of four is not bad, but three out of four is really, really bad. Yeah. Just I'm, as happy, infinitely more warm. Yeah. yeah. It, it was really cold. It was wind. It was everything you don't want in a. I swear it started snowing. Yeah, it it might sleet. have. It might have sleeted. It was definitely cold it, enough. It did snow afterwards. Yeah. I, don't think, yeah. I don't think it snowed until uh, after I mean, the game. I mean, there was a yellow card given yeah. to Portland, so there must have been snow in hell. So, <laughs> <laughs> um, so yeah, the, 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 the weather was kind of the reason why, you know, the announced attendance was about 4,000. But Where? you look at no. <laughs> announced Where attendance. Sway? Clearly, Where? Clearly when we mean announced attendance, we mean tickets sold. Yes. Yeah. Uh, which, boy, a whole lot of people just threw their money away uh, to not go watch this game. You know, like 17 bucks is, is worth it not to be cold and wet. I'd yeah, probably I, say that's I a fair would, trade. Yeah. Um, 
Like a, Pneumonia, I, 17 bucks. Right. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> well, and, and, and like I told somebody, it's like um, most of the clientele that come to the Courage Games, it's more family oriented. So it's not just it's not just like millennials, hashtag millennials. It's more of mom and dad and the two kids are all going together because it's a fun family environment. You know, like it, the Courage attract that more maybe than the men's side, just a tad. And... Um, and as a result, a lot of people stayed home, and I don't blame them at all. I mean, usually when it rains, it's warmer, and we just dance in the rain, and that's fine. You right. know, I can handle that. Usually when we play Charlotte, it tends to rain. Or when we play Charleston. Oh, any we, open yeah. cup match. Any open cup match. <laughs> or, or West Ham United. Or West Ham United. Um, so, yeah, the, the weather was god-awful, but it didn't really matter. Uh, I think if, if, if the weather was like it is today, maybe, you know, mid-50s, low-60s, you'd, you'd probably see about 5,000 people literally at that game because yeah. it was billed to be, you know, everything, the rematch and all that stuff. Um, but in terms of the game, I actually saw pr- definitely better than the championship. Oh, yeah. Yes. Definitely better than the championship by a long shot. And it was game of the week for a lifetime. So, you know, we had uh, – we had we had people with boom mics in our supporter section. Yeah, and we kind of went surprised me quite a bit given yeah. what we had. Obviously, given the history, they, they don't listen to this podcast. They, they, they were not warned. They were not, like, I was saying some very wrong stuff. Like, right. and I was listening to it all <laughs> so, while watching on TV. <laughs> My favorite was watching the person with the boom mic, and like we would say, we would have a chant or something like that. And they would just like smirk and shake their head. <laughs> they seem to enjoy it because um, I don't think they're used to that. Like, no, they're gonna maybe like, not. Yeah, they're going to mic up some supporters groups, but you could tell we actively did not give a fuck about those people. <laughs> no, no, no. We did not. We did not. Because that, the, the knees joke that I made, I made a couple of them. I don't think they were expecting those to be <laughs> on a boom mic. It's live TV. Middle, uh, yeah, on Lifetime, you know? It's live TV. Um, but th- so we, I, I would say we thoroughly dominated the game oh, yeah. from yes. pretty much the word go. Maybe they had, I mean, if you look at the highlights that the NWSL put out, I think there was only maybe one or two Portland "quote unquote" chances. The um, the two chances that they showed in the highlights came after the goal, right? And one of them was uh, a potential penalty shout, but when you looked at the replay, you're talking about the slide tackle. The from slide Sabrina? tackle from Sabrina. <laughs> yeah, she yes. had to be. She had perfect. to be perfect, and when you looked at the replay. Yeah, yeah she, she, was. Was. she was. She was. And actually, you know, a lot of times we only slag the ref, and we never give them credit when credits due. The ref, I thought, played a very fair game. Let the teams play for the most part, which hurt my feelings because <laughs> I was so prepared. Wanted it I want. I wanted it to be bad so yeah. that we could be right. And then, <laughs> and then he played a. a he had a very good game, yeah. like except for like one or two instances. But that's human error. Yeah, and I was like, you know what? Happened. There was there was bad fouls on both sides, yeah, yeah. and he fairly carded each one. Yeah, I was yes. gonna say like um, he carded the thorns, two thorns, two thorns, yeah. one courage. Before we even I mean, was there was McCall, right? there was there was the sky tackle <laughs> on McCall. Yeah. yeah, that was. <laughs> I was re- I was ready for blood. I could smell. Sonic mm-hmm. and Haran got the got yeah. the two cards. Right. I think no, I think it was three por- uh, Portland cards. You might be right. I think it was three Portland cards. One one courage card. Um. I thought we played a pretty clean game. Yeah, it was right. a pretty good game. But it was, was physical. Very, it was very fast-paced because it's going to be fast-paced when you have Jess McDonald, Crystal Dunn, yep. and Lynn Williams. Th- Newsflash, guys. Crystal Dunn is good at soccer. She's yeah. very If you, she if you did not know that, very huge news if true. She, big, you know, big if true. Big, big if true. true. Big big if true. true. Big please, true. please confirm. Yeah. <laughs> uh, she, yeah, she was all 
over the pitch. Oh my god! It was like the first three minutes of the game. She t- she takes the ball in midfield. She passes it out to Jess McDonald. Jess McDonald sprints up the field. Right, she's hungry. Rips one. Yeah. Like and it goes right over the bar. I was like, oh, yeah. oh my god, well, we're you, gonna have the we're the, gonna win the league. The chance, <laughs> like, yeah, two minutes in, two minutes in, like we're they're they're shooting away from us. But like two minutes in, we see Jess on the wing. I'm like, Jess, what are you doing on the wing? Get in the box. But then I don't realize, like, oh well, I mean, Lynn's tallying right behind her kind of on the edge of the the six yard box she crosses a pretty damn good ball in from 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 jess and like lane gets a touch on it and it just past the just just past the post and you're just like oh my god like Like, is this what like black girl magic is real guys (laughs) it's real and it's so beautiful because guess what you so you took out jess mcdonald and then put in darian jenkins like what the fuck is happening <laughs> <laughs> well, like, we, 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 like for anybody who went to go see any of the preseason games like you you look at jerry and like paul riley kept talking about like darian jenkins is gonna be a really good player for us um but like i see it she's uh, she er, came like she er, early came in and then instantly got a chance on goal and i yeah. was like she ran after balls. She she like cro- she she tackled people down. She she ran after people. She was hungry. I mean, this that was her debut, yeah. and she was hungry. You could tell she was itching to get on the. We have the a pretty pitch. good track record with uh, people in their debut. Yeah, I mean, because she came on, she instantly took a ball from Dabinia in midfield, created like a two on one, but then that pass just that final pass just couldn't get there. Yeah. And it got intercepted, but like that's the type of energy you want to see from your rookie. Yeah. Like it's her, it's her debut. She was injured all last season. Paul Riley is speaking highly of her, and now she's just ready to go and attack. And I'm so excited about that. Something I really loved watching from uh, Darian Jenkins when she came on is she was running into space, begging for a pass that just for whatever reason. Uh, it was tied up in the midfield, or they just couldn't find the pass, or they couldn't make the pass. To be yeah, fair. like Hinkle had a couple that she could have, like, if she had just, just got that pass. Yeah. yeah, just oh. got that pass right oh. at the, like, oh my God, Darian could have had two. What's scary <laughs> is that this is game one, and they're only going to get better. They're only going to match better, yeah. and it's going to be so. Like, it's going to, and it's going to be, I don't want to be Paul Riley right now, because he's got a hard time choosing who gets on the pitch. And then Hamilton I, came in, too, and she did yeah, amazing. She did really well. I don't think it's that hard a choice at this point as far as starters go. Oh, yeah. I sure. Mean, when, you yeah. look at, when you look at that starting lineup, I mean, obviously Sabrina in goal, and then you've got your Abbeys at center back, and then you've got you know Jay Hinkle on the left, Marriott Matthias on the right. Who played a hell of a game. She Matthias had a, very, had a great game. She, she fits right in. Yeah, she with, really does. With this team. Not missing a step. And then you look in midfield, and you've got you know Zerboni doing her, doing her thing. Right mm-hmm. in the middle, uh, and then Denise, Denise O'Sullivan, and Dubinia, who hooked up for that goal. Oh, it was so can beautiful. We, can we talk about Denise O'Sullivan real quick? Yeah, she mm-hmm. she had kind of a she was. It took a while for her to grow into the game, but once she did, she was lights out. I thought. Yeah. Like, honestly, you could have given Growler of uh, Growler. Do we call it Growler, Growler, Growler of the game? Of the game. Yep. To, she could have given the Growler to get, like flip a you know have like a, tw- a ten sided die. You could have given it to anybody. Yeah. Like I would have been fine with it going to literally anybody. Of course, Dabinia deserved it because she scored the goal. But like Denise's no. First of all, didn't know it was a no look pass. That was pretty baller. Yes. If you look at the replay, Denise O'Sullivan just goes boop. Here you go, Dabinia. And for her to like I don't know, it just it was amazing. Uh, her her first touch was amazing. Her pass was amazing. Like I thought Denise O'Sullivan, especially in the second half, looked really, 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 really good in the midfield. And it's like. 
it, like once Sam Ewis gets back, where does she get slotted in on all this? Like somebody's gonna I have to go to the Dabin bench. I think Dabinia goes to the bench oh, and you sucks. keep her. Yeah, which sucks. Like, I know. Because <laughs> she never, was hurt for a little bit last year. What do I do with my hands? Like I've never had this problem before. <laughs> like like none of my teams have ever had this problem. Right. Manchester United, nope. You knew exactly who was going to the bench. Yeah. Um, Sounders, you know who exactly is going to the bench. Yeah, you know who's starting on that. Right? Yeah, yeah, you yeah. know uh, – but this the, this it, is just an abundance of riches, and I I'm just like you're gonna. I, I think love. I feel like you're going to see a rotation throughout the oh, year. Oh, for sure. Oh, yeah. Once yeah. Sam Mewis gets back, because yeah. you feel like she is going to start. Uh, but the as far as the the midfield goes, you're going to see a rotation in there well, because not, you want to make sure. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. You, know, you got Euro qualifiers. You got um, World Cup qualifiers. Well, actually, they're all World Cup qualifiers. Yeah, yeah. but you got different times for the season. Right. Like Euro, Euro is doing it now. Now. That's now. Right. Yeah. And then so you have Denise the women away. starting camps and friendlies to prep for going into qualifiers for right. the USA. And then. Uh, who else has to qualify? Uh, Asia. Yeah. I mean, literally everybody. Literally yeah. everybody. everybody. Anybody yeah. who wants. So that to. means you're listen, you're going to be missing front and the back. So you're going to be missing D'Angelo. Yep. And then you're going to be missing um, Abby and Abby. Yep. Going into midfield, you're going to be missing. Uh, Potentially, Mary Matthias. If you talk to Paul Riley, yeah, you know, she, she could get a fringe call up. You know, he yeah. said maybe in there somewhere. And work then, for Taylor Smith. Uh, and then in midfield, who you're going to miss? You're going to be missing Dabinia. Mm. You're going to be missing O'Sullivan. You're going to be missing Mewis. It'd be nice if McCall got another call up. Uh, you know, <laughs> it would be nice. <laughs> just saying, Hashtag just saying. Called up. Yeah. Pro probably won't happen again, but no, I hope no. it does. And then, then our like basically, and then Jenkins is if Jenkins is doing well in the season, she could get called up. Yep. And then you've got and Williams Lynn, get called up. Lynn Lynn Crystal, Dunn Crystal Dunn will Dunn. get called yeah. up. Yeah, that's a, so that's like yeah. half of our roster right there. Basically. Like so, you, you basically went through just about the entire eleven for Saturday. <laughs> 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 so basically, it was easier to name who wasn't going to go away for right. qualifiers. Yeah, yeah. Basically, uh, so it's 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 a. It's it's going to be a mess once qualifiers gets on. Hopefully, there's you know something we can do about that. So, Jabinia's goal, yeah, um, that better fucking win goal of the week because I'm sorry, like I I saw Megan Rapinoe's free kick. Meh. I'm gonna vote right now. Yeah, you do that. <laughs> okay. Literally right now. Like like, Megan Rapinoe's kick was fine, but we've seen that before, and it wasn't anything spectacular, and we kind of saw that coming. Yeah, it was good. Yeah, All but right. like Dabinia for her to take the touch she did and to control the ball while in, she in the rain like, in the rain. in the rain it was a game winner like it was a nil nil up to that point and it just flew the only place where french couldn't touch it like upper i hate using upper 90 but upper 90 right um she painted the corner she painted the corner oh. painted the corner yes. in the hierarchy of goals that make me feel Feelings, like <laughs> Feel volleys, feelings. volleys are high. Yes, like volleys are at the the ace. They're the summit. Yeah, and then one touch goals like the Binyas. Yes, is like one eight. Yeah, <laughs> definitely. Yes. Definitely. You know what though? It could have been two zero. Could have been. It could have been two zero. There, there were some pretty good chances. That, Rio. Yeah, there's some pretty good chances. I, I think really Portland. All right, yeah. Portland was missing a lot of players, and you could make the argument that so were we, but we have a deeper bench than they do. Yeah. I think it's yes. just fair to say at this point. Um, yeah, I do have a theory though, because NWSL is all about Marta. If Marta had scored that goal, that Dabinia scored, they'd be going crazy for weeks, <laughs> weeks. Because I get it; she's the darling of the league and all that stuff. But like Dabinia gets zero credit. 
I think she should get more. Just saying. Much more. And I also see Dabinia as being the next face of the Brazilian right. team. Right. She's, mm-hmm. a, she's a lock so, for Brazil right now. Yeah. Um, speaking of Dabinia, we got to talk about this. Oh, yes. Me and, Chuck, okay. me and Chuck have been going back and forth about this because. Okay. So when it was 1-0. Dabini had a chance in the box, and I wish I could draw it up on the... I'll, I'll scan through Go90 and find this moment. Dabinia was fouled in the box. Pretty pretty hard. Pretty much fouled in the box, but stayed on her feet. Did not go down to, to draw a penalty. And Ebony and I both had like the complete polar opposite emotion. We both screamed, but for different reasons. <laughs> So I so in the stands, I turn to Chuck and I go, "Why did she not go down there?" Because she's not supposed to. But she's not supposed to. I guess she's not supposed to. But I also fault the ref too because he clearly he, saw yeah, her get tripped. To, to be fair, yeah, it was a really bad foul. But because she stayed on her feet, he did not blow the whistle. Right. It, he should have blown the whistle regardless. So this is a fundamental uh, argument of or politeful discussion, um, <laughs> and of is it okay to dive? To I, but it wasn't a dive. Well, no, I'm saying, but like, yeah. is it okay to dive if you are given the opportunity? Would you want your team to dive to win? I'm just gonna go from personal experience. I never really played like competitive soccer class like park league, whatever. I played like um, indoor at XL, which has refs. So, I mean, call it what you want, whatever. And um, like my general rule of thumb is just run through contact. If I'm going to fall, I will fall. The ref will call it. If he calls it, if I'm still on my feet, then cool. Otherwise, I'm just going to play the ball like the game is going to go. So that's my mentality is just stay on your feet if you can. Like right. If you go down, then the ref's probably going to give you a whistle. If you don't, then you you might have a gripe. But right. until then, I'm just going to stay on my feet for as long as I can. Okay. Dave, you got you got you got a side you want to take on this? Uh, I'm pretty much with Jonathan on this yeah. one. I think if you're it there is something particularly unsporting. I'm not it. saying go <laughs> Robin versus Mexico die. <laughs> <laughs> I'm saying you clearly got tripped up and lost a step in there. Yeah, yeah. Just fall. <laughs> like, like you've already made your point that you've clearly been fouled. She was clearly fouled. Yeah. Just, just end she it was, already. She was clearly just fouled. Just end it already and just go down. Just fall. Just fall. Just fall. Uh, but here's why. Okay, and this kind of goes but down to. you also get that reputation of rep, diver. The reputation is already. Yes. Because she was, like, if she hadn't been fouled as clearly as she did and just went down. Like, if she thought that she was going to. It's not like the earlier one where Jenkins got tugged a little bit and she didn't go down. Right. But if she had went down there, I would have been like, no, that's not something you need to do. You're better than that. <laughs> right. But, this, uh-huh. but the, uh-huh. like, that Dabinia one, she was, was clearly. Legit. She like, got like, clipped almost. She got cl- yeah. Like it was bad. She actually stumbled to stay up. Yes. Um, like at that point. Go down. Yeah. <laughs> like, just Cause, fall. Because that would have sealed the deal for us. I mean, like, assuming you, that, you, that we just all, you, all you needed to do was just fall. You clearly stuck. Like, if you stumbled enough to where you had to, like, stop, look at the ref, and then keep playing, right. just fall. My my thing is, this kind of goes down to um, what when someone asks, who would you pick, Cristiano Ronaldo or Leo Messi? Messi. I, I go, Messi. Why? 
because there is a compilation on YouTube of him being fouled and him not going down. No center of gravity in yeah. it. Like he easily like he's all like four these, two. Yeah. Like, what you <laughs> right. In, in all of in all of these fouls, he easily could go down, yeah. especially in La Liga, where like this thing's called like, you know, like like it's like it's going out of style. But he doesn't. He just keeps on playing. Yeah. And Dabinia is the same way. So I've seen those compilations. They're amazing. Like, they have, like he's just amazing. Like you could just like sit there for like two hours and just like, Am I watching a movie or am right. I on YouTube? Like, it's like, amazing. It's amazing. Huh. Like um I so, get her not going down. Right. Of course. But but also as a fan. Of course, you, you want her to. Yeah, yeah you <laughs> want her to go down, but we want like, two goals. Like I right. want two goals. Like one goal is awesome, but two is better. Two is That's better. Like, two would why be better. Why only want one taco when you could have two tacos? Well, when you put it in taco okay, terms, right, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> okay, no, so exactly. Why not? Well, uh, if we're if tacos we're, makes everything make sense. That's okay? also the extent of my Spanish. Don't expect more. Oh, <laughs> two two, two nil would though. definitely be better, but we have to keep in mind that this is a team that had twenty shots, had four on goal. And only so, one converted. And one converted. <laughs> and and so this is this has been this has been an issue with the team since last year. It they're was like an they're much better player. on defense. We when they came down here, we saw them as the the Western New York Flash, high scoring, yeah, and not particularly good on defense. Right. And we it's kind of expected that here. And now. we got a lot of one nil games uh, yeah. last season. And so I would like to see them be a bit less profligate in front of goal. Mm. So that would be that's it if there's any weakness on the team at this point it's probably that. So I would love to see more goals out of this squad. Now if we went every single game 1-0, I'm happy I'm with okay. that. I am okay <laughs> with that. I'm okay. I'm perfectly okay. yes, yeah. absolutely. But I I would cert I think this team is very capable of scoring a lot more. Oh, definitely. When, it would one nil wins would not be good for highlight reels. Yeah, no. no. But but um, they still count for three points. They still count for yeah. three. They still count for three. So points. real quick, can we talk about how awesome Rory the mascot is? Now? All right. So here's the deal. Like I talked about how I did not go to the match. The only, one of the main reasons I was gonna go is just so I could hug Rory. Yeah. I know, and I did. <laughs> I even, didn't know she was there, and I was so mad. I was I couldn't mad move. that like. They would. I guess they wouldn't bring her out in the rain because it was just going to ruin. It just it was, was just going to ruin the, the, the mask, and it was it's brand new. I get it, but like I told April, because she loved Swoops so much. In fact, she there's a like the last year with the Railhawks on the season tickets is a picture of her hugging Swoops, <laughs> and I was and it was against Puerto Rico. I was like that. You're forever emboldened and yeah. emblazoned on a season ticket member. Our or, real or, dad swoops. Um, but so I was really excited to see what Rory looked like, and it was awesome. It was perfect. Is Rory my real mom? Yes, Rory is our real mom. Yes. So should we tell new listeners the real dad story? <laughs> uh, okay. So. <laughs> <laughs> so, so I think one of the few games I took. April 2, it was like the last, one of the last seasons. Of the, actually, it was when OCS was in the North Stand. Yep. Yeah. yeah. Shout out to the wall. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and um, and so she came and Swoops came to the stands and she was so excited. She was so <laughs> excited because she, she'd been to games before and she saw Swoops and she was really excited. So um, just out of nowhere, she, <laughs> she blurts out, Swoops is my real dad. <laughs> and... Uh, I don't know. I guess it just got picked up. Someone so, heard this someone, and, yeah. and it became a chant. Swoops is my real dad. Swoops is my real dad. So on NCFC Corners, I think that music is played, but it was like, that's not how the lyrics go. <laughs> um, so that's that's kind of how it became Swoops is my real dad. I really want to make a shirt out of that. I think I will at some point. Um, but yeah, Roy is our new mom. 
Uh, and I she's our it. mom. Now, when when the NCFC mascot comes around, I think that's stepdad. Because there's only yeah, one dad. There's only, only one, one dad. You only have there's one dad. There's only one dad. So like, you can't tell me what to do. You're not my real dad. <laughs> like It's going to be that type of situation. I'm so sorry to whatever mascot comes for NCFC. Yeah. So while, while we don't have an official one, shout out to Willie. Yes. <laughs> yes. Willie uh, it gets – so I think Louisville City was really looking forward to us going up there because they saw a picture on uh, on TV of, of Willie dressed in a whale suit uh, that uh, that Ryan, uh, the founder of OCS, got. Uh, and so he's been wearing it. Uh, the whole team signed it, which yeah. I did not know. The whole men's yes. team signed it. And we were going to awesome. get the women's team to sign it, too. But he was – I don't know why he, he, he ran out of room. There's, like, no room left. Yeah, <laughs> I was like, oh, my God. Uh, so it's it's really cool. So whenever we get a mascot, it'll it'll, it'll be interesting. Just, just we're going to we're gonna have a mascot fight. Yeah. And oh, yeah. Let, let, Willie, let Willie fight the – the NCFC mascot and get him <laughs> kicked out one final time. <laughs> uh, I'm very much looking forward to that. <laughs> I will buy a ticket. Just letting you know it can go to charity. Let's just do it. Let's guys. just do it. Make it happen. Um, real quick. So speaking of uh, the men and the women, we started doing pick them, uh, pick up uh, like game picks, I guess last week and the votes, the tallies are in Dave, you are leading with 20. Jonathan's right behind with 15. Ebony's right behind with 10. Yes. Me and KP are behind with negative five. Anyways. Uh, <laughs> just, just as a reminder to everyone, um, if I win this competition, you should all be ashamed of yourselves because I don't know squat. <laughs> oh, none of us do. Um, that's the fun of it. So I didn't give anybody any points for the Louisville match because that's just been postponed, and we'll get to that later. But yeah. Draw. I want uh, points for the draw. No, you can't get points for the draw. <laughs> It'll just be five points more than everyone has. Um but yeah, I'm. It, it was good. So, uh, Dave, I think you got the well, a couple of like one perfect score. I think. Um, are you correctly? That was the one-one draw f- f- between Orlando and yep. the Utah Royals. And, and you correctly predicted the turnout of the Courage match. So that's where you got that from. So, kudos to oh, you, so sir. Only, I Thank only you. got points for predicting a draw for right yeah. for Nashville and. Um, uh, Pittsburgh. Pittsburgh. Yep, Thank you. Same here. Oh, ended no, up nil. I also picked the pick the draw for pride oh the pride yeah that's right Mm -hmm. um so good for you guys kp and i need to do some work get better at that anyways so we're gonna move to some question time so justin on uh asked us no uh, (laughs) i already know his question and no uh i'm gonna ask both anyways (laughs) because i i had words for him when he asked me this (laughs) um which is worse pitch gate um, or when Rayo OKC Odor took the turf back. So the story is a couple of years ago when Rayo, the only year of Rayo OKC's existence, um, the, what, the minority owner in the middle of the night took the, the, the sod from the field and like brought it away with him. Like he just, he just brought it with him. Um, and, and he, uh, like it was, it was nuts that he did that. So, um, that's I would say probably the pitch gate is probably a little bit worse because on, only because they meant to do well with it and they didn't. Okay, well my my counter is that at least they actually still have the grass. <laughs> true, yeah. true, fair, fair point. So um, there's there's that. So Justin also asked, does cereal count as a type of soup? No, 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 no. no. So Justin, my, my initial no. my initial reasoning was because soup is hot, but then someone said, "What about gazpacho?" gazpacho. <laughs> so my my answer was yes. No, you're fired. Jonathan, <laughs> Jonathan, <laughs> Jonathan leave. Leave. Exit the, you're 
<laughs> kindly <laughs> right, so, like all right, so here's the thing here's the thing here's the thing like for for those of you that are listening to this now for those of you who are also listening uh for those of you sitting in this room and also listening to this um don't know my stances on food um for the people who actually know me this comes as no surprise but my answer is still yes <laughs> and i will and i will fight for this oh my god please no. Turn his mic off. Uh, I, Turn yeah, his mic off. Might just have to. Might mm-hmm. just have to. Marianne asked, "How much of a difference would it make if Portland had more of their starting lineup in the game, uh, and how much would Mewis negate that?" Um, That's hard to say, really. I, th- I think Portland would have definitely been a tougher opponent had they had sure more more of their more of their lineup in there. But um, who, who? So they were missing Tobin East. Mm-hmm. Oh, geez, they're missing. They were missing. They were missing Abedin Henri as well, weren't yeah, they? Okay, yeah. so then where they fit in the midfield, right? They're yeah, no. they're the creative midfield. So where does so. your brunt come from, Haran? I guess. Okay. Well, she was so Haran versus um, McCall, I think, was a pretty good matchup. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Tobin versus Tabinia. It's a pretty. So I'll take Tabinia on that one. Yeah, and then uh, Henri versus. That depends on whether Tobin decides she's going to tackle anybody. Right. I don't think she's make. I don't think she's doing that anymore. We are never going to get over this, by the way. Yeah. No. No. Um, no. And then on. Uh, Henri versus, um, who'd you do? Uh, Abby Ursic. It would be against uh, one of the Abbeys. I'd say Abby Ursic because she, she was yeah. one of the more defensive yeah. of the two. And, and I would take Abby with that We one. didn't even talk about the fact that Abby was a fucking beast in that game. Yo. Like, yes, she was. Uh, my ca- oh, captain, my captain. Damn. Like, yeah. she, she rocked some players. Like, good. Like, Abby, if you're listening, and I hope you are, way to go. Really like, awesome Like, our whole back line was solid. It Mathias, was really good. Matthias was Killer on the wing. Abby, the Abbeys were strong in the middle. Yep. Abby Ursett completely dominated the field. Sabrina had very good control of the whole game. Yep. And Hinkle was very good on her, dis- her distribution. There was a couple that were off, but she was very good on her distribution. Like Our whole back line was very was solid, really and I good. was so happy because I didn't know how Matthias was going to fit in. Like, they were already very solid, and then they lost Taylor. And I was like, well, Matthias is not Taylor. They don't play the same type of style. Matthias is very physical physical and forceful, and she's going to – like, did you see her go up again? Like, they both went up, and only one of them was still standing. Right. Like, her – I can't remember who it was. Which is a beautiful segue into who had the roughest tackle in the NC Portland match. Uh, I think it was – I can't remember who it was, but Abby Ersig, like, was one-on-one with somebody. Yeah. And she, like, went in for the ball. She got the ball. She also got the player, right? <laughs> and just like, like hip checked her and just to like, the floor. Sorry, bro. Yeah, yeah. Like, and she was like, yes. "Lift some like, more weights, bro. I don't know what to like, tell you." Ice up, son. Hit the gym. Like, <laughs> ice up. Chuck, a, a phrase that I know that you'd probably uh, be real familiar with. Is it wrong to be strong? Is it, is it wrong, wrong to be strong? To be strong? <laughs> it's not wrong to be strong. Not if you're Abby Ersic. Um Jonathan, not you. Not me. Uh, asked, uh, "How much responsibility should the team bear for a poor pitch?" Louisville, uh, reimbursed cost for traveling team and fans, forfeit league fines. If forfeit. It, if it becomes a regular problem, there should be some sort of repercussion, I fines, think. Fines. Yeah, fines, fines would be fine probably. with me. Yeah. But, but if, it, if it's going to keep happening until they get a new stadium, forfeits. It's going mean, to – like either that or find another fucking pitch to play on that's yes. regulation size. Like if it's really – like if the difference between playing and not playing is, is it going to rain and, and like is that going to make the pitch unplayable? You need to figure that out. I don't know. I, don't, I mean, like, I don't know why Yankee Stadium can do it and y'all can't. I know it's my, major league versus minor league baseball, but still figure it out. Mm. Like I, I was saying to people at the, at the tailgates, like, isn't Kentucky known for Kentucky bluegrass? Yeah. They're known for a specific type of grass. Also, um, 
not for nothing. I miss bluegrass. It's the better of the grasses. We have fescue and zoysia here in North Carolina. You just bluegrass said so many grass Bluegrass nerd. is the best to have around and I the best to mow. I did not know that there was a grass to mow. Like, somebody who, mowed, who had to mow their lawn We are in the shadow of NC State. Of course there's a grass debate. Yeah. I didn't know. <laughs> I didn't know it was that deep, fam. I'm so we, sorry. We need, <laughs> have feelings. we need to get grass and turf management from NC State to go up to Louisville to be like, all right, what, fam, yeah, what straighten you, what that shit out. What That's what we need to do. That deep, just tell me what you need, fam. Like, yeah. it's all good. Uh, Drew asked, um, y'all discussed how NCFC's opening schedule is tough, especially for a team that has a lot of new faces in a short preseason. Mm-hmm. With that in mind, are there any negatives from the Louis City, Louisville City cancellation? Yes, yes, what are they? Less time for them in the jail now. Yeah, they're not absolutely. getting it, they're not getting in games experience. Like, you can practice all day. Yeah, like, we're talking about practice here, though. Like, <laughs> not, a game. Not, a, it's not, not a game, game. It's not, not a game. game. <laughs> but like nothing's gonna beat gelling together like in-game yep. experiences so you, you can't you get also, that with the cancellation you also no. get the rest as we have that schedule that we're talking about right. that you know you have the the three the three and seven day trip coming up you could also say that but the, you travel the rest, for no reason you, you also exactly you could say like yeah. the rest actually hurts you because you're not you're not getting that experience and what what better way to learn as a team than not only playing but winning like my thing is takeaway is What's the most negative thing about the cancellation? That we might have won that game had we yeah. won. We just won't know now. I mean, I, I would hope. Uh, you know, even a draw. Like you know, it would be nice to see some it's numbers points, by yeah. our points. Yeah. Get a result. Getting a result. Getting a result. That was the biggest negative out of the cancellation. We didn't. We didn't get any result. Um, so real quick, we got a pretty big game tomorrow. Oh yes. Um, the men's national team, the senior men's national team, is playing a game at. Salem Stadium at Wakeman Soccer Park. I feel like sponsorship. Trademark, <laughs> trademark, trademark, trademark. Um, so they're, the AO uh, folks are right across the the way from us, and they're having a little party the night before party. Yeah. Um, feeling pretty good about seeing the, the 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 young, the baby Yanks. I don't even know what we call them. What, yeah, what's, I'm what's calling the, them yeah, baby the, ba- the baby Yanks. Yanks. Baby Yanks. Uh, it sounds a little wrong. <laughs> it sounds a little weird. It sounds a little weird. Okay, ba- baby gnats. We can baby go with that. Baby, baby gnats. gnats. Yeah, that's, there is a, there's baby a baby gnats abroad thing. That um, but I'm really excited about all the youth that's that's kind of being like, everyone's kind of gone, finally. We're going to see how this works. And I'm not expecting a result. I just want to be entertained. Yeah. And I'm sure we'll get entertained. Shameless plug. If you go to the MLS website, you can hear Will Trapp talk about how this team is hungry and driven. So um, that is written, by, <laughs> written by written, written by written by Jonathan. Thank you. That's Thank you, Jonathan. You. That's pretty. It's pretty cool. But I mean, just being able to do, um to talk to uh, to Trap and Mana, like, uh, Mana is extremely excited about you know being in the camp for the first time. Trap at the beginning of his. Um, uh, senior career getting able to make an impact and this is a team of guys who are getting called into this camp like we talked about last week there's a lot of zero slash zero on yeah. this right. list yep. no caps no goals and so a lot of guys who are having an opportunity to make an impact and say hey you know what when we go through this next qualifying round remember me and this is their time to make an impact it's going to be here and it's going to be here in carry and i can't wait and we'll hopefully see more of this sort of thing uh, maybe on the women's side. Yeah, was, uh, there's some rumors flying. Stephen Goff on the wake, or the Washington Post kind of hinted at the fact, or not even hinted, straight up said, like, right. hey, they're going to be in Houston in North Carolina, so yeah. get ready. Uh, in Fresno. Uh, yeah. yeah. Which, psh, whatever. <laughs> whatever. We'll take those games if they don't want them. <laughs> but another shameless plug. Mm-hmm. Um, if you don't know, uh, I am the president of AO Raleigh, and Jonathan is VP, and right. Chuck does our 
amazing graphics. What do you do, Dave? What do you Dave, do? Dave is our capo. I, I, sh- our I, I show capo. up. I, I, I show up. I drink I drink Crown Royal with a promise of ginger ale in the bottle. It, it's not delivered. <laughs> not delivered. No, no and, ginger ale delivered. And, and bring uh, and uh, just beat on a bass drum for 90 yeah, minutes. Yeah. Uh, so we all, we're so what all I involved. Do. Yeah, Sorry. and so he and I just wanted to thank Chuck and Dave and Jonathan for all the work that they have put Aww, in for cheers. us for the last couple of weeks. It's been a long game. It's gonna. It's a long process, but it's going to hopefully... Short turnaround, too. Yeah. It, it, Ebony, it, it was a short process. Because <laughs> <laughs> I think we maybe had a month and a half notice. Yeah. And, <laughs> hey, but, by the way, they're playing a game here. Chuck came out with these beautiful posters. And Shout they out look, to KP for coming out yeah, with the logo. Yes. KP helped design our new logo. It looks amazing. It looks amazing printed on a poster. Yeah, go get you a poster. It, it, because they won't if last. you're if you if you're here for the game, Please definitely come come say, come say hi. We're we're taking over the hill. We're partying at the Moon Tower. Yeah, you you will find us if you go to the U.S. National Team game. You will find us uh, when you walk up, guaranteed. Yep. OCS or Oak City Supporters has graciously given us their tailgate spot and their tailgate gear. Shout out to good homie Ryan Jarnigan. Yep. Yes. Thanks, Ryan. Um, and we've got beer from everywhere shout out to lone rider and oscar blues noose river southern pines and they Nickel all make Point. really really good beer. yeah they make yes, really they good beer. you're, gonna, beer is the you're best gonna be getting some good beers for for the very low price of free so um, <laughs> so come and on and, and, food. and our, it's cold and fav- it's cold exactly. so, so it's our favorite and our second favorite exactly. beer <laughs> free and, and cold you're going to be getting cold. some food. You're going to be marching with us. You're going to be standing and cheering for 90 minutes. And I hope everyone has a good time. They will. Just most a definitely. couple shameless plugs. But oh, yeah. it's going to be a great time. That game is going to be awesome. I'm excited to see some young kids yep. play oh, yeah. play the beautiful game. Uh, so follow AO Raleigh, Facebook.com slash AO Raleigh. Yep. American Outlaws yep. Raleigh. Search follow. them on Facebook. We've got a website. Thanks, got Chuck, again. AORaleigh.com. Instagram. We're on Instagram, Instagram for AO underscore Raleigh. We're on Twitter, AO Raleigh. So. Find, find, if you search on Google AO Rally, you will we, find you, We AOL. are there, yeah. and we are in full force, and we cannot wait for tomorrow. And Honestly, cannot wait. Fun fact, third ever chartered. Third ever third ever official chapter. Number we've three. Been, we've Number been three. going for it since 2008. Yep. 2008, yep. So a little fun fact there. So um, thank you all very much for listening. Uh, thank you, Matt, from River City Red Army. And uh, we'll uh, talk to y'all and see y'all again next week. Yeah, hopefully yeah. it's a six-point weekend. Hopefully it will be a six-point weekend. Well, let's make it a nine-point weekend. Yeah, we, got a, we got a national team game. Round it up. Yep. Yeah. Yep. Round you know, up. we've got Courage, Home, Men Away. Got a lot. We got a lot. <laughs> Soccer is good right now in North Carolina. It's feeling Amen. Good. Hopefully we'll it? feel this good this time next week. Yeah, you know. <laughs> Car- Carly Lloyd's coming to town, folks. Get your tickets. Get your tickets. All right, we'll see y'all next week. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. Bye-bye.